welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? Got a nice mic, go. I know, Terrence is going to sound like the rest of us yeah. now. <laughs> That's it. Got, got a nice a microphone. Got a, a month. Somebody got that check. <laughs> <laughs> Bought himself a nice mic. Got a, got a light in your face now, too, for the video. Oh. Portion of it. I want to see the light. It's like an old 1975 lamp. Hey, whatever, whatever works. <laughs> That's all that really matters. We uh, we're going to be talking about quite a few things this week. Um, some of the big news stories, especially around Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. We're going to be. Ta- I'm going to eat some crow uh, for some Nintendo Switch performance so far. But first, Micah, for some reason, has been playing Persona Five. Why? Because it was on sale. Okay. It was it was like twenty percent off. That's not much of a sale. Uh, it's it's twelve more dollars in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Plus, I always wanted to play it because I did like Persona Four. Uh, and as much as I make fun of these games, they're really good. And this one is uh, the best. This one is the best Japanese role playing game I've played in quite some time. How much have you played it so far? Oh. <sighs> Man, I'm I don't know if this will have any context for anyone other than people who have played Persona. I haven't gotten into it deeply. I'm only at um May sixth. Okay. Um, so is that like a third of the way through the game? Oh no, no. This is like a projected to be an eighty to a hundred hour game. Yeah, but I'm saying like what date do you start on? Uh like April. Like oh. late April. Well then. So, the problem with this the problem with this game is that I want to do everything and there's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> so you it's 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 a game where you by day you are a Japanese high school student and by night you are a member of the Phantom Thieves who go around uh stealing things and changing people's hearts, changing the hearts and minds of evil adults everywhere. And uh the first major boss that you fight is um a gym teacher and the gym teacher is uh, a pervert and he's uh abusing his male students you know hitting them in the face with volleyballs and shit and he is sexually harassing the female students uh high school students all right and um like you go into this first dungeon and the the dungeon is like the subconscious of the person that you have to steal this treasure from in order to get them to change their their minds because if you steal this treasure in their subconscious then it will affect them in the real world so you go into this dungeon and this dungeon has like like statues of of japanese girls in wearing volleyball outfits and not like full statues just like torsos and ass just all over the place right and when you get to the boss, the boss, like, first of all, when he's walking around, he's walking around with a king with like looking like King Booker. He looks like King Booker, like about to, about to fight a match. Right. Like he's walking around with a crown. He's walking around with a cape and he's walking around with wrestling panties on. And that's it. And when you fight him, he manifests himself into this this mo- this pink monster that drinks Japanese girls and has little slaves to throw volleyballs at you and shit. And, and he, 
He looked at the female party member that I have, and one of his moves is just he licks her. Like, this shit is fucking weird, yo. <laughs> like, like, it's super Japanese. But I really, really like it. And it's a really fun game to play. And I, Terrence, just stay away. <laughs> but Brad, if, if you want a good, if you want a good um, Japanese RPG, if you can get past like the Japaneseiness of it, that was my only worry because you're just <laughs> the way the way you're describing it sounds super <laughs> Japanese. Yeah, if you can if you can get it, and look, I'm I'm like half a closeted weeaboo anyway. So deep down, I love that shit, but I know that I'm too old to be like like into it. Into it, you know what I mean? Like so. Oh, so you, so you just find you just find the occasional escape, basically. Yeah, I just you know, that's, that's that's my outlet, right? Like I don't have to go to Otakon, you know what I mean? As a as a man who's damn near forty years old, like I can just buy this game and play it in the privacy of my own home, and it's really good, man. The music's great. It's got a great sense of style, um, but again, it's super Japanese. So now here's the other question I have for you: How tedious is the like daytime portions of the game? It's not super tedious. Um, it's it's very it's very dialogue heavy though. Like it's at least in these beginning hours because you they're trying to teach you everything. Like I just got into this this place called Momentos, which is kind of like the area you need to go to to grind. And um, and everything you do, like is is affect some sort of attribute. The problem is they give you so many attributes that people who like to min max like I do, like it's, I'm going crazy, right? Because they're like, okay, well, you need to study in order to bring up your knowledge. But if you study, that's it. Like you can't do anything else because you'll be studying all day. And the next day, my friend will want to hang out. If I hang out with, with, if I hang out with this person for enough period of time, I'll gain certain um, perks. But my other friend wants to hang out too, and I gain different perks with them. But I have to study. But I have to go to a movie to 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 uh, build up my kindness. I I went to a movie called uh, The Cake Night Rises, and it was about uh, it, it was about this dude who was essentially Batman, just but he fights with like cakes or some stupid shit. I don't know, but I had to go see it because I had to get my my kindness attribute up so I could talk to this girl. And, and so that I can hang out with her, like it, I can't, I can't. There's not enough time in the fucking day, man. So it's like real life. The game it's like real life, except for some strange reason, washing clothes takes like half a day. Like what the fuck? Are you trying to tell me I can't study and wash clothes and train and talk and hang out with my buddy? I can't with, do that shit with washing clothes, especially you can multitask because you just got to be actively washing clothes when you're changing out the loads. Exactly. Like I can like why can't my buddy hang out with me at the laundromat so I can get some quality time in with my buddy while washing clothes. Meanwhile, I got this fucking know-it-all cat that's talking to me all the goddamn time. My best friend is arguing with the fucking cat and it's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. Guess what I'm not going to do as a friend? Hang out with you at the laundromat. <laughs> like you want to go to the laundromat and hang out (laughs) oh not at all 
It's fun though, man. It's fun. I, I wish I, I wish I'd have bought it when it came out. What was on? It's very, it's very cool. Which one was on the PlayStation Two? Um, Persona. Persona Three and Four both came out on PS Two. I played Persona Three. Three. Played one of those. PS Three. So with the Persona Three. Did you? Was it the one where they shoot themselves in the head? Yes. I think that's Persona Three. Yeah, that's the one I played. Yeah, I didn't finish it. <laughs> a lot of hours into it, but I just—it's a grind fest. And I'm like, I, I, it's not for me anymore. And I don't mind. I don't think. I don't think I'll mind this. Uh, I don't think I'll mind the grind because I love a good turn-based RPG, mm. and this one is deep enough where it's not just back and forth, back and forth. Like you, you do certain things to gain the upper hand, and then if you hit an enemy with the weakness, you get rewarded with another turn and then you could pass that turn to someone else if you want to they have moves where you can use uh magic or you could sacrifice your health in order to do those moves and it's kind of like pokemon where you can negotiate with the monsters that you're fighting like sometimes they'll just be like whoa 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 like please don't kill me let's just talk about this for a second guys and then if you talk to them they can be like oh all right i'll join your team and if you don't say what they like to hear then they're like you know what fuck you let's keep fighting so it's a good game man it is if you can get past the japaneseiness of it brad i would give it a shot otherwise yeah it's really japanesey brad you know what brad never mind (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't know if i would have time for a 70 hour game anyway i'm too busy uh grinding out levels in splatoon 2 right now oh jesus still I just got into ranked battles, Micah. Uh, are they? Uh, are they? <laughs> I, I imagine that the Splatoon players are uh, as as uh, cutthroat and hostile as uh, every other first person shooter. It still it there. still wigs me out that uh, I finished like first or second on my team in literally every single match <laughs> online. <laughs> I'm not that good. Well, I mean, you know, they got all those other people playing Splatoon got to worry about the, the helmets falling in front of their eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was just joking. <laughs> I didn't get what you said. <laughs> now, I'm not going to repeat it. How about that? I, I heard what you said, but I don't, I don't get it. I must yeah. I'm not going to explain it. How about that? <laughs> Other, otherwise, it'll lead to another special episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring only Micah for five minutes. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, make sure that you, uh, if you've not signed up for premium content yet, go to densepixels.com slash premium and sign up today. Uh, just $5 a month or $50 for the whole year. Look, man, it might be worth $5 this month just for this week's episode of Look Forward alone. Because that shit's going to be crazy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's going to be insane. So, But you also get uh, the airing of grievances featuring Jay and Micah. Uh, you get No Time to Bleed once a month featuring a action movie du jour. And you get The Men with the Golden Tongues. Uh, the next episode of that is also going to be off the hook. So definitely worthwhile. Yeah, this month as well. 
Um, also check out our new show. If you have not done so yet, it's called coming distractions. You can find it at coming distractionspod.com or just search for coming distractions in your podcast feed. Uh, it's our movie review podcast where, which we also publish on YouTube on the apocalypse YouTube channel, uh, featuring a rotating, uh, feature of hosts reviewing whatever movie we saw. Uh, I know the last one we put out was uh, Terrence and friend of the pod, Tiara, reviewing Atomic Blonde, a movie that I knew would be garbage just from the previews. <laughs> okay. I was right, right? Yeah. No, it's not garbage. It's just fucking boring, man. It's really boring. Outside of the fighting, yes. But the fight sequences were very good. And uh, also, don't forget to go to youtube.com slash DensePixels, subscribe to our show. And if you are listening to the show in podcast format and you prefer to watch it on YouTube, well, we publish the episodes there every single week that you can check out as well. So, new release this week, um, Avon Colony, which looks like a city-building game, but I confess I don't know much about it. Releases on PS4 and Xbox One. Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun is also a new title that's releasing on both consoles as well. On the digital side of things, uh, since it's a new month, we have new free games to tell you about. So for Xbox, Games with Gold this month, uh, for the entire month of August, you get Slime Rancher for Xbox One. And for the second half of August and first half of September, you get Trials Fusion for Xbox One. That's actually pretty good. But what the fuck is a slime rancher? I, I'm assuming you ranch slime in some way. Mm. So, yes, it, it says it says in the description, you can care for your own galactic farm full of cute but slimy creatures. That's the description for the game. I'm really kind of upset that the Xbox 360 versions of games are better this month. Uh, they usually are. 50%, I'd say. So the first half of the month on Xbox 360, also playable on Xbox One, you get Bayonetta. Um, that's definitely a thumbs up. And uh, second half of the month, you get Red Faction Armageddon, a.k.a. the bad Red Faction game that came out. Was this the second Red Faction game? Or was this was technically the third Red Faction game. Oh, wait. This is the Red Faction open world game? No, yes. No. no. This is not the open world one. This I thought it was. No, I don't believe so. Hmm. I know um, Gor- Gorilla was the good one, though. Yeah, Gorilla was the open world one, right? No, I think this was the open world one. I'm pretty sure. An open world. But, um, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Um, Trials <laughs> <laughs> Fusion are the two good uh, standouts this, stand this month. Um, uh, on PlayStation 4, uh, Just Cause 3. Is, uh, is available for free, and so is Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, the DLC that Micah bought Assassin's Creed 4 exclusively for. <laughs> I never played Freedom Cry. Well, you now you can like get it for free. Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and do that. Yeah, you would like it. If you if you played 3 as much as you did, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll probably like this one. And then on a PS3, Super Motherload and uh, Snakeball. I think I, f- I feel like I played and enjoyed Snakeball. I don't remember it, though. It's an older game. Um, is releasing for free on the PS3. Of course, nobody cares about PlayStation Vita, so we will forego uh, talking talk about that. And as, as far as new releases on the digital front this week, uh, Patapon Remastered releases for PS4, uh, the PSP favorite. 
Uh, Tacoma, the new game from the makers of Gone Home, uh, releases exclusively on the Xbox One. This one has a space theme, similar type of game, though, where you're kind of exploring without really knowing what's going on. Uh, the Long Dark is an ex- exploration survival game coming out for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, and then some release date announcements, quite a few release date announcements this week. Uh, August 3rd through 8th, the test version of Final Fantasy 15's multiplayer mode will be available for Final Fantasy 15 season pass owners. Mike, are you interested in this at all? Um, no, I, I really like, I really enjoyed uh, Final Fantasy 15. I just don't have the time to play it anymore. Um, and I'm so far gone that, uh, you know, what would be the point of coming back? Like it would be, it would be, uh, something, it would be like starting over again. And, uh, I don't want to do that, but, um, go ahead. Did you finish it? I mean, you can't finish, uh, oh wait, you know what? I'm getting this confused with, um, I'm getting this confused with the, uh, the online one. Yeah, this is Final Fantasy 15's multiplayer. Yeah, this is Final Fantasy 15. Okay, yeah, sure. I bought the season pass, I think. Probably. <laughs> it's one of them impulse buys. So, yeah, I'll try it. Why not? Uh, that poor, poor Night Trap remake comes out on August 15th for some ungodly reason. I know what my wife's getting for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> why do you you want to stay married right <laughs> yeah you're probably right <laughs> it probably is not a good idea not a good idea uh nintendo's releasing a new 2ds bundle not a 2ds xl bundle but a 2ds bundle this is a white and red 2ds system that comes preloaded with new super mario brothers 2 uh that comes out on august 25th i thought we were past the Original 2DS, but what do I know? Um, Sims 4 released for consoles coming to PS4 and Xbox One on November 17th. And finally, Dragon Quest Eleven was confirmed for a North American release sometime in 2018. It released in Japan this week. So those are your new release date announcements. Uh, let me pass it over to Terrence with this week's headlines. Right. First up, uh, NBA 2K18 is adding story features to the GM mode. Uh, this is apparently the first game to do that. So, yeah, they've already had uh, my GM where you control one team and then they had my league where you control the entire team, uh, the entire franchise or the entire fucking whatever um, league. Now you can play a story mode in GM mode. Didn't they have a story mode before? I, I It was frequency vibrations, right? Yeah. And Yvette Ming Cheng. Yeah, those are all real, real names. Uh, yeah, so I guess you just they just threw a story into the my GM mode, the franchise mode. I, I don't. It doesn't even matter at this point. Apparently, uh, the premise is you pay you play as a GM that's coming back to the league after a career ending career ending injury. So he was a former player becoming a GM. Um, this is interesting. I guess they're doing this instead of the single player, like the my player story mode that they've had in the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting concept. I don't know if their fans will really dig it because I think a lot of people bought those games because they enjoyed the, my player experience. Yeah, I don't, what do you think about 
stories in sports games, Brad. Like, did you play that uh, soccer game with uh, uh, Hunter Black Guy or whatever his name? Hunter was? Black Guy. That's his actual name. I can't believe you remembered it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did a little bit of the journey in FIFA 18, but what like it wasn't. It wasn't com- like I played like half of it, I think, because it wasn't really compelling enough to to kind of keep me going because the story that it told was really cookie cutter and really predictable. And I don't I don't think I can't imagine that like this story in this GM mode for 2K18 is really going to like change, you know, like revolutionize storytelling in video games by any stretch of the imagination. So it, it's it's it plays and they always seem to play out like a bad or like a generic sports movie trope, you know what I mean? Like in FIFA, what happens is Alex Hunter and his best friend both get signed by the skin of their teeth to the same Premier League club, and then the that your club signs Harry Kane, uh, who happens to be one of the best strikers in England, to compete for your spot basically, and then they loan you out to like a, a lower division clubs because you that way you can get more playing time. And I was like, oh wow, I, I bet you that you have to play your parent club in like the League Cup final and you score like the game winning goal. And I asked my friend if that's exactly how it played out. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. That's 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 about how it goes. <laughs> so, like I said, they're they're entirely predictable. Um, if, if this keeps their fans coming back for more, more power to them, I guess, like I said, I'm pretty, I, I have to imagine that fans of 2k would prefer that story mode be in the, my player mode though, as opposed to the GM mode. Yeah. I, um, I just don't, I figure people who buy these sports games are buying them to play the sports game. So they're doing all this, um, they're doing all this, you know, story stuff to try and bring in new people, but. I just don't. Yeah, that's see. not gonna bring new people in. Yeah. Like, oh, they got a story mode. Let me go ahead and play NBA 2K18, and then you don't play NBA 2K18. Right. Let me go get a. Let me go get a degree, an advanced degree in mathematics, so I can figure out how to play 2K. Just so I can enjoy the story mode. Like, nah, man, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure somebody likes it. I'm. I'm. I'm very curious to see who who actually buys these sports games year to year and then like is into the is into the story aspect of it. I mean the one sport that should have a story mode is wrestling and I don't like it in that. <laughs> like I just want to wrestle. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't I don't see this you're playing a GM. Like you're going to be talking to other fucking managers. And and watch, I'm sure that you're going to have like a star player that gets pissed off and demands to be traded and then you trade him and then eventually he comes back and plays your team and like you have to be like it's like I said, I can you can predict the beats because you've seen the movie before. And how do you make a story out of being a general manager? It's it just I guess about the ebbs and flows of of dealing with the unexpected happenings in the in the nba and plus i'm sure you can you can work in the former player aspect to it as well if you wanted to so yeah i don't um i don't want to be the nba equivalent of buck showalter like i just don't i don't see what the i don't, I don't know that was a, that was a good half-hearted attempt at a sports reference there mike good i was job. i was good trying effort. man i was trying <laughs> 
And look, I don't I don't know him from the Orioles. I know him from the Yankees. And the only reason I know him from the Yankees is because he was featured on Seinfeld. <laughs> so there you go. Sports. So you can so you can definitely name like four Yankees from that 1995 era team, then can't you? Oh man, just because they were all on Seinfeld. Yeah, because they were all on Seinfeld, man. Um, and look, I can't name them, but I can name the episodes they were in. I mean, <laughs> you, you you know Danny Tartable. Uh, yes, I know Danny Tartable. Uh, was Danny Tartable the one that was like? Oh man, I really wanted to say, was that Danny Tartable in that car? I really wanted to shake his hand, but I my hands in a cast. And I'm like, what the yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I remember that. I remember the guy uh, where Kramer was like, Hey, you gotta hit two home runs. And the guy was like, You know how fucking hard it is to hit that two was, home runs? That was Paul O'Neill. That was Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill? Yep, that was him. Right. So I I don't know. I don't know. And then George is George is like George is like ah you know get them, let them wear cotton uniforms cotton it breathes and then they 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 wash the shit and then it shrunk and the guy was like they're running like penguins see don't I know my Seinfeld man sports I whatever <laughs> how did okay yeah I got nothing next up Mike. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> Lord, how many times have you seen those episodes? Countless. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could apply that brain power to my job. <laughs> Mighty number nine backers finally got their physical awards. <laughs> yeah. It's only, been, it's only been two years. <laughs> They're special. You got a box and a, and a book and a Wait. soundtrack and a jewel case. Wait, you don't get this Nintendo that's in this picture? No, no. That 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 was provided with a uh, for by the person taking the picture. And the fucking instruction manual doesn't fit in the box. But <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> so that's the thing. Uh, this is poor. Like, wow. I, I mean, I mean, it's in line with pretty much how the entire reception of this game has been so far. So, I would expect nothing less. Yeah, don't give anybody money, guys. Even through a Kickstarter, don't give bums money and don't give Kickstarter bums money. Like that's all that is. Kickstarter is nothing but digital bums begging for money. Don't give it to them. You work very hard for that money that you get. Don't throw it away. My wife, we were, me and my wife were driving around in DC and we came to a stoplight and we saw some kids who had some nationals gear on and they had a sign up, right? And they were walking around with a bucket asking for money. And she goes to reach for her purse. I said, What are you doing? <laughs> and she said, What? I'm, give it to the kids. I said, Don't give money to these kids. These kids aren't, they, they're not hard up for money. They're wearing Nationals gear. They're not exactly, oh, they just want to go to a game. No. No. <laughs> These kids are hustling you, man. They're hustling you. Everybody who begs for money on the corner is hustling you. You could tell when somebody kind of really needs it and even then. But you can also tell when this is like, like just look at the clothes they wear. Just look at the clothes they're wearing, man. Don't give bonds money. 
You were too hard for it. Anyway, moving on. Yo, the box. Yo, the, the book don't fit in the box. Yo, come on, man. That's that's sad. Like, what the fuck? How much did you have to shell out to get this? This uh, I think it was probably fifty or sixty dollars. I'm pretty sure. You wasted fifty dollars. Well, first of all, a game that not that isn't very good, and then you get a soundtrack in a jewel case because retro, right? Who buys CDs anymore? People still buy CDs. That happens. Some people still buy CDs. Wait, the jewel case don't fit in a box either, does it? It might. <laughs> oh, that's oh because it houses the soundtrack. All right. All right. And is the soundtrack any good to begin with? I haven't heard a single note of that game because I haven't looked at any videos. With I don't song. know. I've n- I've never listened to it either. I would I would imagine it sounds Mega Man esque, which means it can't be bad. But still, fifty bucks for an empty box with a manual that doesn't fit inside the box and a CD for the soundtrack and the game, of course. I don't know. Looking at these uh, tweets, first one. I know these are going straight into the garbage can. Hashtag Mighty Number Nine. Hashtag Epic Fail. One more. I finally got my Japanese manual and box from the hashtag Mighty Number Nine Kickstarter, and the manual does not fit in the box. One last knife to twist. There you go, man. Don't give your money away. Retro style game manual. Doesn't fit in the box. That is. Wow. Pathetic. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, next story. Walmart took pre-orders for the SNES Classic and then canceled them all. <laughs> Supposedly, this was a technical glitch on the website that allowed that allowed it to take pre-orders. I, I call bullshit on that. Technical glitch, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what we're calling it? All right. That's what they're calling it. I'm not saying that we're calling it that. I'm saying they're calling it that, and I don't believe them. A technical glitch on the Walmart website will cause untold numbers of customers to lose their pre-orders for one of the two, oh, 2017's hottest products, the SNES Classic Edition. Uh, yeah, they confirmed that it was a mistake, and yeah, I feel like that's not true. When the hell does this thing come out? Anyway. September. But the problem is, and I knew this was going to happen as soon as I saw the story that pre-orders went up for it, is that nobody knows how many, and when I say nobody, I mean retailers don't know how many they're getting yet of this console, which is why nobody else is taking pre-orders because they know if they do take pre-orders, there's no way in hell they're going to get enough to fulfill all of those pre-orders and they'll have to cancel them any damn way. Nintendo, like they can't make the amount that they fucking whatever. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, this is stupid. Like I get it, but at the same time, like just provide the amount that you know, people like people are going to want it. I'm making fake demand, assholes. Nintendo irks me, man. Fuck them. Switch sales. God damn it. And it's another fuck. Switch <laughs> <laughs> sales near 5 million units. Major first party titles also uh, performing exceptionally well. Okay. More than 4.7 million Nintendo Switch consoles have been shipped since the platform's launch at the beginning of. Wow. This is March, April, May, June, July. That's yeah, like four or five months. That's pretty impressive. That's like a million a month. All right, that's fine. Brad, good for Nintendo. So, yeah, we uh, 
we were pretty hard on the Switch when it was first announced. I'm still hard on the Switch. Uh, but but you're staying on brand to be hard on the Switch. Like I, like I get that and I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. But we were pretty hard on the Switch. Micah, Micah not as much as me because I I do like to rally against Nintendo. And I was very high on the skepticism train for this console. <clears throat> so I'm not surprised that they sold everyone that they produced, especially given the production issues. I am surprised that number is sitting around 5 million right now, which means they should be on target to hit over 10 million in sales their first year, which is pretty fucking good. Where I have to, uh, where I have to acquiesce is going to be with the games a little bit. So there's some more figures in here. So Zelda Breath of the Wild is currently the top-selling game. It's sold nearly 4 million units so far, which, for those of you math whizzes at home, that is an over 80% attach rate, which is insanity for any video game. I mean... I mean, it was the only game you got to play. What the fuck? <laughs> really? Well, but that so that's but okay. So that that's a fair argument, Terrence, and that was it was a release date title. So that's a fair argument that you can make. How about Mario Kart Eight, a remake? Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, selling over three and a half million units, an attach rate of over seventy percent. I mean, when it's the only other game, <laughs> right? <laughs> What else you got? Like the the fucking cow milking game? I mean, look, <laughs> I have a Switch. I only got two games. What? Breath Those of the Wild, two? Mario Kart. Yeah, Brad has a Switch. I'm assuming he only has about three games. I have six games actually. What? Yeah, six games. I do. But besides besides the three that you know of, uh, remember I got NBA Playgrounds on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Did Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart have a sequel? Is that where the other two come from? <laughs> I know my, my wife has Lego City Undercover. And um, what's the other one that I have? Man, I, I feel like been, I have one more. Must I can't remember what it is. Good. It's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty all right. Um, the other one, the one I have to really eat some crow on, and, and it's fair that I do, is fucking arms. I thought Arms was a piece of shit, guys. <laughs> I really did, and, and I and I figured that the Nintendo hardcores would buy it. I didn't think that it would uh, it would sell well, though. Like like generally well. Like I, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the Splatoon of fighting games," and I'm like, "It probably is," but this looks goofy as fuck, and I really can't see people getting into it. Well, in its first, uh, we're talking June numbers here. It came out in early mid June, so we're talking like three weeks of sales. It sold over a million units, like well over a million units. Goodness gracious! So, uh, so yeah, this is me. This is me with my hat in my hand, saying I was wrong. Yes. I've been I have been brutally wrong so far about the Nintendo Switch. Do you think we are seeing a uh, Nintendo Sans? Ask me again in a year. Ah, uh. because. Remember the Wii also, you know, for three years was the talk of the town. But when it crashed, it crashed super hard. Are people still talking about switches? Yeah, no. Other it's still, than like, can I get one? I think people are excited about Mario Odyssey. Um, the other big news, and we don't have it on the docket separately, so we can talk about it here. Apparently, that money grabbing Street Fighter port sold over half a million copies as well, which is encouraging Capcom to develop more games for the console. 
Um, that that is a good that is a good story in the sense that it's it's it means a prominent and I use that term very loosely at this stage of the game prominent third party deve- uh, publisher is wanting to make more games for the console, which is a good thing for the console. It's a bad thing from my perspective. People rewarding Capcom for charging forty dollars for a twenty five year old game. It's neither here nor there. So, like, if more third parties see that sort of success and 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 continue to develop games for it, then it stands to reason that the Switch is going to have a very prominent life cycle. But like I said, we won't know the totality of that until two years from now. But at least for this first uh, half a year, Carrie, feel free to to say I told you so. And any other Nintendo fans out there, I I was completely wrong. I'm man enough to admit when I uh, when I swing and miss on a prediction. So there you go. Mm. Okay. Really? Are are you man enough to admit when you're wrong, when you swing and miss on a prediction? Absolutely. I I just did it right here. I feel like it, if I if I was wrong about any other predictions, I would be certainly man enough to to admit to them. Well, guess what's up on deck? <laughs> what is up on deck? No Man's Sky. I don't know what you're talking you about. Ready to admit that? Admit what? <laughs> I see. I see a game. I see a game that is thriving with tons of post-launch free downloadable content for fans and lapsed fans alike to enjoy. <laughs> to to expand that world and make it even more even more compelling than it was to begin with. Oh, uh, all right, look, let's split the difference and call it a bunt. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, another fantastic sports reference on your part, Micah. Killing it, man. Um, you have no idea how many times I looked at Ultra Street Fighter 4 with credit card in hand and just said, God damn it, it's forty dollars. I can't I can't legitimately spend forty dollars on Street Fighter 2 again. I'm proud of you. It- I mean, like, I would even pay 20 for it. I would pay 20 for it. And even then, I think that is outrageous. To play it on the Switch. Yes. You have a pro controller. No. You would play it on the Switch. Yes. Those little ass buttons. Yes. This is why I know. Again, another reason why, like, $40? (sighs) I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. If maybe if they come out with a with a thirtieth anniversary collection, then I'll uh, then I'll go ahead and pay forty dollars for it. But I like how Capcom's like we're going to make more games for the Switch. I bet you those games are going to be let's see, Ultra Street Fighter Four. Um, <laughs> see what other what other games could they put out for that console? Ultra <laughs> Resident Evil Two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell them short, Micah. I'm pretty sure they would have just released the Resident Evil 1 through 3 trilogy. <laughs> and, then Ultra, and then Ultra Resident Evil 4 would come out on the Switch. <laughs> Ultra, Ultra Dead Rising 1, but not 2. It, it can't handle 2, but it can, it can handle Ultra Dead Rising 1. <laughs> Ultra Dead Rising 1. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Ultra Dino Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, fucking Jesus, man! Forty bucks. Yeah, forty dollars, man. Can't do it. Uh, and 
good. This is not well. This is semi Nintendo. It was almost kind of like Pokemon. Uh, many attendees from the Pokemon Go Fest are filing lawsuits uh, against Niantic, uh, seeking travel expense reimbursement. No, no, you don't get that. Sorry. No. D- you spent 20 bucks to come out to sit around with a bunch of people with their phones out looking for Pokemon. You get you 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 deserve it. Fuck you. Yeah, no. Where do, where do you get off? <laughs> no. Nah, yeah, fuck off. No. Nope. You don't get that. Like if you came from, you know, Nova Scotia or whatever to Chicago for a Pokemon uh festival, like that's on you. You're going to have to eat that. You should have you should have enjoyed Chicago while you were there. Why why like like I know you're doing the whole the whole Peter Griffin thing, but seriously, where do you get off being like <laughs> yeah, recompensate me for my travel expenses? Like this no, this is gonna get thrown out immediately. Like, have you ever been to a concert that's gotten canceled before? Right. Do you think the concert, you know, the performer refunds your ticket cost your travel costs as well as your ticket costs? No, they refund your ticket and send you on the way. Right. Like, why are you even bringing this lawsuit? Like, are, are you that pissed off that your feelings were hurt? That your that your event that you were you know, going around raiding some poke poke gyms, <laughs> getting my Pokemans, my legendaries. Well, these people are of the internet generation, and the internet generation um, doesn't understand how like the rest of society works, like actual like f- being somewhere physical. It's like, I can't believe, I can't believe you had me travel out of my lair to go to Chicago and you cancel it. It was terrible. So I don't know. I don't know, man. But no, uh, you don't, you don't get a refund for your trip to Chicago. You went to Chicago. From what I understand, Chicago is a nice place. In mm, the not, if, not if you hear the, uh, the president talk about it. <laughs> You know, for some strange, like for a second, for a brief second, I thought you were talking about Obama. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then, <laughs> like Eminem, snapped back to reality. Oh, it's a fucking tragedy because this motherfucker just, God damn it. God damn it. I wonder, I wonder if he does rail on Chicago just because yes. Obama's from there. Yes. I never put that together. Yes. He probably thinks Obama's from fucking Africa. He doesn't know where Obama's from. Look, he thinks Obama's from Africa, but he thinks that the entire city of Chicago is in on it. So they're just saying that he's from there to protect him. That's too much for him. That's too much brain power being used. I don't know, man. I mean, the guy fired a guy before he was hired. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not putting that. He's the fucking, he's the goddamn, like, Ted Turner of presidents. Like, he's, he's, he's just fucking, he's just crazy. He's the Steinbrenner of presidents. Steinbrenner's a much more apt comparison. Yeah, because they're both from New York. Steinbrenner's not from New York. He's not? Yeah, he was from the Midwest originally. Oh. From Cleveland. He sounded like Larry David to me. I, <laughs> That's right. I, I, I forgot that you, you only know him from a Larry David uh, exaggerated impersonation of him. 
Oh man, these people are fucking this. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, nah, man, you don't get travel expenses back going for traveling somewhere and she didn't work out for you. Right. And they're gonna spend they're gonna probably try to spend some money on a lawyer to fight this shit out. That's not gonna go anywhere. Like as soon as it gets in front of a, a judge, they're gonna throw it out. When they could have used that money instead to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and buy stuff off of Amazon.com and simultaneously support the Dense Pixels podcast. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? I always love it when you do them and I'm not expecting them. <laughs> if I if I if I can if I can get you guys and the listeners every now and then, that's a that's a good segue for me. That's a very good segue. It's a good segue for me. Now listen, we 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 like money and we need it to buy like hosting and equipment and stuff like that. So the the cheapest way for you out there to support the show financially is just to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything off of Amazon.com because you're going to pay the same price. You're not going to pay a cent extra, but we get a small percentage of the sale, which helps us pay for those things. So anytime you're buying anything from Amazon, big or small, once again, densepixels.com slash Amazon. Don't use it. Don't waste your money on lawyers for cases that you're not going to win because there's precedent that you're not going to win them. Instead, spend it to buy yourself something fun and give us some money to, to help pay for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're not begging like, like, like those Kickstarter people. We're just asking you to do what you were going to do anyway. Just go through us to do it. That's all. Yep. That's all. I mean, not all of us are skilled enough to play overwatch, uh, professionally and get paid a very handsome sum for playing a video game. So the perks of the salaries and benefits for the Overwatch League have been announced <clears throat> to offer a better understanding of what players can expect from a career in the Overwatch League. Here are a few key benefits included in the Overwatch League player agreement. One, Teams will sign players to a one-year guaranteed contract with the option to extend the contract for an additional year. Two, the minimum salary for players is $50,000 U.S. Dollars per year. Let's just stop right there <laughs> and talk about the fact that, one, this game is making that much money that you can just like employ people for fifty thousand dollars per year like that's nothing to slouch at well if you have if you have 20 million dollars to be able to buy into an overwatch franchise i'm pretty sure you can afford the uh the 50k per player yeah like that's pretty goddamn ridiculous man like i know people right now that don't make that much money and it is my sister don't make no way near that much money. And she's a grown-ass adult <laughs> with two degrees. Offensive. 50 grand Yo. to fucking... Let me get my thumb skills on point, man. Right. <laughs> uh, three, teams will provide players with health insurance and a retirement savings plan. Yo. Thanks, Obama. They're giving out 401ks? I'm not even in my 401k yet. Goddamn, really? You've been at that place for over a year, haven't you? 
Yeah, but I missed enrollment. Oh, like I, it's 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 fucked up. Now I can't get in until January. I was like, hey, where's my where's my packet? Just like, oh, well, technically your official start date was the 11th and open enroll and enrollment was July 1st. Fuck you. <laughs> I got to tell you, more than the salary, the fact that they are getting benefits, including retirement, is a very encouraging sign to me that they're being smart about this. Yeah. Like, and this is legit, man. Like, the fact that, like you said, the fact that health insurance and retirement is involved, like that is what ma- makes this thing like legit. Um, crazy. I wonder what kind of health insurance you get on like your, your, your hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, two, three, four teams will distribute at least 50% of their team of their team performance bonuses, i.e. money from winning playoffs and other league events to their players directly cash bonuses y'all i mean that's where it should go should go to the players it should this is a mate like this is it's pretty goddamn lucrative man like i kind of want to quit my job and (laughs) start playing overwatch (laughs) this is impressive i the uh, the total total bonuses available for Overwatch League teams in season one will amount to three point five million dollars, with a minimum uh, one million dollar award to the season one champion. Um, you can get a million dollars for playing a video game, yo, and like playing a video game that's not like a super nerd game either. You know what I mean? With a community that, in my experience, in my limited experience. It's pretty friendly, you know, like they take it yeah, seriously, no, they're but they're not. Oh, they're not? No. Oh, well, there you go. Video games, man. Ain't no friendly fucking, not, not a friendly. Especially, especially when you get to the high, the high levels of competition is where the friendliness uh, comes to an end. No, nah, man. They, they, nope. They're just like everybody else. You know what I love seeing? I love seeing like rage outs from like really skinny little Asian dudes. <laughs> Like who play video games like 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 they're flipping the fu- it's like they're trying to hulk out, but they can't because hulking out is not real. But it just I don't know, it just amuses me. I've never seen that. Really? You've never yeah. you've never just hopped on a, a um like a league stream or or anything like that and just see see kids just get pissed? Like you see, like you see them kids in Evo in the crowd, right? Like they get all pumped and shit. Like imagine that, but like skinnier kids. <laughs> like they get, they, I mean, they get, they get into it, man. So y'all quitting your jobs, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I were that good. I would in a heartbeat. I mean, it's pretty, I mean, they, the story says that. They're treating everyone who plays Overwatch as a free agent. So theoretically, you could just like they really did. They they literally say like the thirty million people that are you know have Overwatch accounts are all free agents for the Overwatch League. Terrence, you're a free agent. You can sign with any team that you want. Do it part time. There you go. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Why not? You just have to really like playing Overwatch. I look. I like Overwatch. I don't know 
if I like it that much. <laughs> I mean, if I was guaranteed the money, oh, I can learn to like it that much. Absolutely. See, that's, that's the thing, though. Is like I can't. There, there's no video game that I like enough to want to play it for like ten hours a day. Yeah, it kind of defeats. Tough. It kind of defeats the purpose of this hobby to have it as a job. Not even a hobby for me. It's not even a hobby for me. It's more like a um, an intense distraction. It would be like watching TV for hours and hours and hours on end. Like I just can't. Like yeah, I like watching TV, but I don't want to have to watch TV, especially like like these these movie reviews that we do. Like this is why I don't like write movie reviews because I don't want to have to see a movie that I know I'm not gonna like. And then have to talk about it? Nah, man. Nah, I'm not doing that. Screw that. But yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, next up. So the Player Unknown's Battleground Battlegrounds is banning people for stream sniping. And uh some some members of the community are kind of up in arms about it. So Stream sniping is a contentious form of essentially cheating in multiplayer games with big live stream audiences. Stream snipers are those who watch a Twitch stream of a game while playing it themselves to get a read on where players, uh, where another player is so they can go take them down. Oh, that's what they, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I I saw Anthony say something about it. He said, it's essentially like looking at, um, another person's quadrant when you're playing a, a shooter or it's, it's the it's the evolution of looking at your opponent picking a play in madden basically yeah yeah one this i'm surprised this isn't like done all the time i would like, never even think to do this honestly me neither well because you're not a cheater <laughs> <laughs> work Okay, it hey. does seem like a lot of work. Like glancing at, like glancing over to the left a little bit is a little different than, you know, setting up your computer, logging in this Twitch, finding the right stream, and then you know going through all this. Like that's a lot. Well, especially for a game where the guy that you are, that you are spying on, is one out of a hundred people <laughs> that are playing that game. Again, that seems like an incredible amount of work. Just to cheat, man. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. But the problem is, how do you know? Well, that's that that is the problem that that, that they have the community is pissed off about, apparently. Right. So um apparently there was an issue. So the, the precarious nature of suspending players for this very hard to prove action came to a head when L- Loto is is that how you pronounce that? L- it looks like an L. Yeah, Loto, Loto. Sure. a well-known uh, Battlegrounds community member, got hit with a week-long ban for stream sniping one of the most popular Battlegrounds players on Twitch. Streamers Summit1G and Shroud were playing together live and were killed multiple times by other players. Loto was one of them, and when he killed Shroud not long after the other alleged stream, sniper, sh- stream snipers took out Summit, Loto ended up getting kicked out of the game. Uh, they play a, they, they, they embed a video in this story and they say, it's not safe for work. 
And uh, yeah, this is why I don't play online games because everybody's a fucking little bitch, cunt, whore, nigger, fag. Like, what the fuck? Like, all of them at the same time? God damn. Oh, wait. <laughs> is it this video? That's this video. It's not as bad as what I made it. It's pretty bad, though. Um, <laughs> the band screen told Loto that he had been suspended from play but didn't have a reason why. He soon. Thereafter, he was soon thereafter told by a community member that he was suspended after being reported for stream sniping. But Loto was like, yo, uh, what? Like, nah, I didn't do it. I just want to let you know we got, we got stream sniped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, the only way people are saying I was stream sniping them was because the devs sh surely banned with evidence, but in reality, they banned me within one to 20 minutes. I don't see how they could... Uh, I don't see how they could have received reports and investigated the case in that amount of time. So it's a case of, um, of he said, she, he said, she said, and one, who's to stop people, who's to stop people from doing this Two, who's to stop people from saying that is being done to them? Who do you believe? I mean, that's the hard part is, is, is which side, do you fall on? Do you think that they should ban first and ask questions later? Or do you think that they should investigate every case? And if they, even if they do investigate it, how do you, how do you prove that? Exactly. Like, unless the, unless the other guy in question is also streaming and you can clearly see that he's doing that. I don't understand. I don't see how you could possibly prove whether that's being done or not. Like the only, the only way that you could, that you maybe could prove it is if maybe at the beginning of a match, somebody like makes a beeline for someone that's streaming and knows exactly where they're going and knows exactly where they are without, uh, you know, without, without deviating from that course. But other than that, I don't, I don't see how you can, I don't see how it's possible. Yeah. I, I look, I don't know how big those maps are, but even then, like with your example, I mean, you could just chalk that up the dumb luck, right? Well, no, actually, the maps themselves, um, the the way the game works, and we've we've talked. This is a game that that eludes our 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 reach because we don't play anything on PC. But the the way the game works is that like you can rummage around and do stuff, and then eventually there's going to be an area on the map that's highlighted that everybody has to go to by a certain amount of time, or they'll or they'll get or they'll lose and get kicked out of the match. Um, so it, it kind of forces conflict. And as the game goes along and as more and more people get killed, that area gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, basically. Hmm. Okay. It's out on Xbox One, right? Okay. Not yet. It'll be out on Xbox One this this fall, probably. You're going to stream Snipe, Terrence? <laughs> yeah, I'm too lazy for all that bullshit. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> that is, just seems, I don't, like, like if you're cheating, you get banned, but you can't prove it. So you know, this is kind of ridiculous. How are they banning people? Are the people just complaining about people being very good, and they're just like, oh, well, you're banned for? Time. Well, that's 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 what you have to worry about. Is you have to like all of a sudden like maybe prominent streamers that get killed, and and are going to be salty about it. All of a sudden now, like you wonder if that's going to be the knee jerk reaction now. Like oh, I must it was it was stream sniping, had to be, right? Slippery slope, yo. It's the controller, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I got the wrong controller. 
your controller is better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my personal favorite when I was growing up was, oh, the game's cheating. Right. Like, you ever played an SNK fighter game, fighting game? Yeah. Motherfuckers cheat. Uh, but not when you're playing a multi, not when you're playing Tecmo Super Bowl 1v1 against somebody. <laughs> the game ain't cheating at that point. No, you pick Bo Jackson again. Yeah, just don't pick Oakland. Everybody's all right. Yeah. Or was it LA back then? I can't remember. Um, it was the Raiders. <laughs> right. Doing all that stupid ass zigzagging. Get out of here. We asked you a bit of a hornet's nest has been kicked up in the player unknown player unknowns battlegrounds with bans being handed out for stream sniping. <clears throat> an offense that while blatantly cheating is incredibly difficult to prove. What do you think the threshold of proof should be? for cheating before bans, even temporary, are handed out in a game. Do you agree with the decision by, made by the PUBG team to hand out bans without investigating to err on the side of caution? Give you a brief response in the comments below. Michael says, I say let them ban everyone so no one plays their game. They will end up losing money and having a No Man's Sky refund fiasco on their hands. <laughs> Is that the right answer? Just fuck it. Burn them all, kill them all, like God sort them out. Nah, like I, I feel, I feel like there's got to be a middle ground that you get to somewhere here. I, I, I think being too liberal with banning players is not going to foster your community very well. Yeah, no one wants to live uh, in uh with Gestapo running around banning people. Chris says there's no way <laughs> there's no way you can ban someone just because they're allegedly cheating there has to be video or blatant admission of on blatant admission on a stream that being said i don't see this really affecting the game that much since it's not a prize money type tournament this is no different than a game than gamers who put red dots on their screens or use or user modded controllers cheaters going to cheat I'm not familiar with the uh, red dots on the screen. I get advertisements for those on Facebook sometimes. I guess it's like a, it's a little red dot that you can buy that you put on. You put it on your screen. Like, it's like a suction cup with a red dot and you put it on your, in the center of your screen, wherever your reticle is. So you don't have to aim. It's just always there. Some cheating ass shit. I'm like, huh. first of all, why the fuck are you advertising this to me? <laughs> I mean, what are you searching for? <laughs> very bizarre. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's okay. It's <laughs> really fucking cheap. So it's just a red. So it's just a, a reticle. So you don't have to look. So you don't have to aim down sight. Yeah. Like they. Um. I mean, I guess it saves you that split second of aiming. The game that they that they advertised it for was um. Gears of War for this sniper rifle. Yeah, I was about to say, the only reason I would see you using it is to hit people with snipers. Yeah. Without having to aim. And it, with with Gears of War, like sometimes it's better not to aim with the sniper rifle, which is very weird. It's a weird mechanic. Like, you get more headshots when you, like, quick aim than when you just actually aim. It's fucking dumb. Like, you'll swipe across the screen and then hit take uh, and take and just shoot and it'll be a headshot. Hmm. And so I'm, I'm assuming some people use that fucking cheap ass red dot because some people are very good at it. Yo, <laughs> even that's too much. Yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> I 
ain't buying a red you know, dot. Like, you gotta put it in the center. You gotta fucking aim everything. Fuck off. I mean, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll, I'll never understand people cheating in a in just in a, in a meaningless game. You know what I mean? Like a game that at the end of the day doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like if like if you're gonna cheat, like profit from it. Something. <laughs> I don't know. Because any because even again, like I said before, even if you win, it's a hollow victory. It would just be cheated. Right. But my KDR, bro. <laughs> That's all I care about. My KDR. My KDR is a two, bro. All right. Trey says, do some investigation. Get that moral superiority in you uh, in as you lord it over them with a ban. Don't be like those cops. Hashtag look forward podcast. Hashtag black on black cinema podcast. Is he calling us uh, cops? I didn't get that. that. That's what I thought at first. I think he's referring to cops in general and the commentary about cops that we get sometimes on black and black cinema and look forward for obvious reasons. I like to think that Trey is referring to Terrence as a cop. What say you, Terrence? He's banned. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to say about that. that, that. <laughs> like, Dustin, says, Dustin says, if you have to cheat in video games to make yourself feel better, you real life sucks. Uh, so let them do it because the only other enjoyment they get out of life is in a Lay's potato chip bag. God damn. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's savage as shit, but you know what? <laughs> he ain't wrong. He ain't, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong at all. Max says there needs to be some investigation. It sucks to be good at a game, but get banned because other people think you're cheating. However, fuck anyone you hacks and cheats. Uh, I think that's who hacks and cheats. Uh, they should be buried. They should be burned at the stake for that. Uh, all right. I mean, I mean the virtual stake. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. What if they're a witch? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, first you have to you first you have to throw them in water. And see if they float. That's what I learned from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Really? I thought if you threw water on them, they melt. That's from Wizard of Oz. See, it yeah. depends on which uh, on which witch timeline you're going with. Fucking rules, fake rules for fake things. Be consistent. Much like Stewart in his comments, punishment without fair truth. <laughs> punishment without fair trial or proof. And he posts a meme of my second favorite character in South Park. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Quoted <laughs> by one Randy Marsh. Uh, Justin says, our buddy Justin says, temporary ban first, investigate later. Then, depending on the results of the investigation, either compensation or more severe punishment should be awarded. I think this is the best compromise that benefits both players and businesses and business equally. Uh, there you go. We always count on Justin with the rational opinion. I uh, I like that, and I also like that if someone, I, I would just amend that by saying if someone makes an erroneous claim that's proved to be erroneous, that they get punished instead. Yeah. Yeah. We need to need to uh, 
We can govern video games like we should govern our laws. Oh, he didn't commit that crime? Now you go to jail. Johnny said, Johnny said <laughs> if they are indeed cheating, ban them. Ban those fuckers for life. Gamers will use the bargain of, uh, quote, if I get banned, I won't come back and give them money. Uh, no, fuck that. Call their bluff. Ban those fuckers. I mean, if you've already bought the game, they got your money anyway. Yeah. It's not like they're going to refund you when they ban you. What are you going to do? Buy DLC? Whatever, bro. <laughs> You're out of my face. See you in, see you when uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds 2 comes out. I can ban you again. Amir says, who's really going to screen snipe one person in a 100-player match? They better have video that shows me screen sniping. See, I think like I at same point that I made hundred people. I mean, I guess later in the match there there will be considerably less people, and it could be more effective. But still, yeah, I see what you mean. Matthew says I'd personally err on the side of the game maker, as I can imagine the headache it must be to balance a game only to have someone break it, unless they become unreasonable and ban haphazardly. At the at that point, I'd need receipts. I'm curious whether there's any legal implications though if i buy a game with the with online play am i paying for a product or an ongoing service what is an owner entitled to well matthew i can answer that question for you my friend because i'm sure before you play player unknowns battleground or any other game with an online component you are agreeing to a end user license agreement that i'm sure has all of these terms spelled out in legalese Yes, that nobody reads. Terrence is absolutely correct about that. It's because it's incredibly long. And yeah, it's in there somewhere. I wonder if they do what some people do, where it's like you can't ignite, you can't move to the next screen until you literally scroll all the way down. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I read it. I read it. X. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, they absolutely they absolutely do. It's the only way you can enforce that. <laughs> that way when you ban someone and they're like that's fucked up i'm gonna see you they'll be like bam suck it get out of my face <laughs> uh last up anthony says i had to look up what stream sniping is seems like the 2017 version of screen watching when you were playing split screen halo yeah that's party foul if they find out you're doing that it's <laughs> it's it's scaramucci for you you get banned before you even play the game. <laughs> there Post you go. What was Thank that, you. Terrence? Poor son of a bitch. Yeah, well, no, I don't feel sorry for him at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a <laughs> that, that 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 man blatantly made a, pl- a power play and and left burned all the bridges behind him to do it. Wasn't he like fuck Donald Trump, fuck Donald Trump, and now is like a. Yeah, no, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Come on, yo. Come on. This is why I don't follow politics, yo. It's so funny. Please shut up. Yes, you do. You, you just don't talk about politics. You follow <laughs> politics. You just don't talk about it. I mean, I follow it now just because it's like, it's like, it's like bad wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, who the fuck is writing this shit? Like, it literally doesn't make sense for you to fire the guy before you hire him. I don't know what's going on, but. They all got like colorful characters with weird gimmicks and shit. <laughs> like, think about it, man. 
you got this fucking boring ass Vince McMahon in the White House. It's like boring wrestling. That's all politics is. Anyway. Well, I'm thank done. thank you guys for for the question of the week responses. We do appreciate it. Yeah, man, like I said, the stream sniping nonsense. Too much work. I agree with Terrence. Yeah. Nah, man. Cause you gotta set up two screens. Uh bullshit. It's not worth it. Yeah, I keep looking up and down and up and down. And I that's it just seems like a lot of work. I would agree. So that's our show. Um, again, make sure if you're not in the in the fan group, which uh, we talk about a lot of topics every day, and it's always good fun. Make sure you do that. It's densepixels.com slash fans. So check that out and uh, and and hop in there when you get a chance. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now since we've gotten one, so we're, we're looking for you guys to deliver us one. Uh, we'll read it on the air if you do. Make sure you go to our website, densepixels.com. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you search at densepixels, you'll be able to find us at either one of those. Subscribe to the show on any podcast that you choose, including iTunes, Google Play Music. Uh, you can also find the show on YouTube every single week at youtube.com slash densepixels. And uh, we all have Twitch accounts where we'll be stream sniping each other, I'm sure. Uh, I am Dense Pixels Brad, Terrence is Apparition 410, Micah is Dense Black Nerd, and Carrie is Suppets Carrie. That is all, gentlemen. That's all we got. I got to get back to playing uh, more Diablo 3 with my wife yeah. as well. I blame Terrence for getting me getting me back, getting the bug back in me. Have you uh, used the Necromancer? No, yeah. I haven't gotten the Necromancer yet. I'm still... Uh, we took a hiatus from it, so I we finally... And and I feel like like Micah pissed me off last week because Micah's like, oh, I got like six characters that are level seventy now, even though I've only been playing for a week. We just <laughs> got our characters up to level seventy because all we ever play with is each other, and we took a hiatus from it. So now I'm working on Paragon leveling my Demon Hunter. Oh, ways to go. Excuse me. I need another. I need another two hundred. Uh, I need another double XP weekend because I really don't want to get that barbarian up to seventy. How many hours did you put in to get the, all those characters up, Micah? Uh, 15 minutes for the Necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't that long, man. I bought it I bought it when it was on sale like a month ago. And um, now we and gotta I would just blow play it. When, mode. And then if you got a friend that's like Paragon level 883, you're good to go. Right. Terrence just literally just walked around like and then occasionally the one thing I don't like about Diablo 3 is that on console is that you can't really find a match like you kind of have to get lucky with a quick match yeah and I've gotten lucky a couple times oh you'll play with you'll play with randos that's interesting yeah I just won't I won't talk to him there's really not much to the goddamn game (laughs) right right and that's how I was able to get those characters up uh quickly is because I'm playing with I'm playing with a bunch of random people and um and you know when you play with a bunch of randos you so yeah just open your open your thing up to to the public and um hope that somebody hops in and doesn't just immediately roll out or just try to see if you can quick match your way into one but you generally can't find a quick match until you're 70 anyway right well i am now so yeah see if you can find a see if you can find a quick match and then you'll get your paragon levels up super get in the correct system i could help you but um, <laughs> like, at this point, I'm on like torment ten, so you could jump in a match and literally get to level seventy within probably like fifteen minutes without the double XP. Yeah, I'm yeah. climbing. I'm climbing up the. Uh, I'm climbing up the difficulty ranks now. So, like torment oh. ten means you get hit and you die. 
<laughs> it will kill you. Crazy. I I did read the uh, I did read the percent scalings for those. Uh, like yeah. Torment Thirteen, it's like two million percent damage that enemies deal. <laughs> or, or sorry, two million percent health and thirty thousand percent damage that they deal. It's ridiculous. But you get so much gold. It's like plus thirteen thousand percent gold. Like really, <laughs> five thousand percent. Like it's insanity. So that's I'm why. On, that's why you level up so fast. I'm only at like ten million gold. I'm at one point seven billion. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it gets it gets to a it gets to a point where you just don't have anything to spend it on. So what you're doing is like making gems. Use the transmogrification. I must say, all, all I do is transmogrify shit and die and die my uh, <laughs> die my shit, die my equipment. Five thousand a fucking piece. I have a billion gold. Ridiculous. Oh my goodness. So that's that's it for us. We will uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take it easy.